How's it going, Kenaz? Hello. It's going good. <laughs> so last episode, we had quite a like, fun episode going on. It was all about... What kind of a person are you, Ashna? I'm a very me kind of person. I'm <laughs> telling you, my friends are going to be holding this over my head for the rest of my life. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole episode was about me, myself and I. And we were mostly talking about all the feelings. What are feelings? How to identify the why, what, how to flip them around. And whose bloody business is the feelings? Your feelings are your goddamn business, okay? Mm -hmm. And take some fucking responsibility for it. Stop pointing fingers. So we concluded on all of Some that. harsh, harsh truths were shared. Truth yeah, bombs. poof. Yeah. Drop some bombs on you. <laughs> we talked about emotions and um, the main thing we talked about was the why of our emotions. You know, we talked about the external triggers. We talked about the internal triggers and internal triggers being things like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm feeling like shit because I'm insecure or I'm feeling jealous or I'm feeling lonely or I'm feeling bored. But like my main question now okay. is that this this jealousy or this insecurity or all these like millions of feelings that we're feeling inside where are they coming from what is the root cause of yeah. these emotions how do they randomly just show up within us yeah these oodles of negative emotions they all have uh at the epicenter of it one thing that triggers so that's a great question why don't we kind of go down this road and explore it and see actually what the fuck shows up because half the time even I'm scared but uh, the thing is that unless yeah I am scared because a lot of times like I said in the last episode you yeah. figure out what kind of a dickhead you are and so it's funny but it's a little scary sometimes so let's talk about something that you have experienced in the recent past okay let's not talk about something that was back then 10 years ago five years ago something that happened to you now so let's take okay. that um what happened what to happened you to me? yeah sure something okay. did you remember that? <laughs> so something is happening let me let me think let me think um <laughs> i think one thing that's coming to me right now is uh, about one or two no wow it's been a while since I've been back in Delhi like two months ago mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> now it's hitting Time me flies. Uh, yeah about two months ago I was like um, I had put on a little bit of weight because it was like my last couple months in New York and so obviously I was eating my way through the city like one does you have to of you course to. <laughs> so obviously I put on a few pounds it's going to happen it's about uh -huh. to happen and um, there was also this like whole situation happening on my face, like in my chin. What do you mean situation? <laughs> Explain. So masks are not my best friend, okay? Um, oh. So there was like this whole family, their friends, family friends, everyone had like pimples had just come and situated and made their house. You mean like a little themselves comfortable, uh, made universe, their little nest. Yeah. Universe of their own. A, a little galaxy of pimples going on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was not fun. So like, I think at that point, obviously I was, I was not in my like best looking self. 
Uh-huh. Uh, so it was a little bit like so that was I think at that point I was feeling a bit insecure because I noticed mm-hmm. that I would like you know try to hide it with like makeup or like wear clothes that would look more flattering um and I would just like make jokes with people around it you know like haha you know I know yeah. what insecurities like you don't have to um point them out um uh, so that was a point in my life that I was a bit insecure and it's funny because last last episode we talked about uh-huh. how it all starts and ends with you it's with you um yeah. so whenever I would say this to people people would just be like what's wrong with you like you look the same mm-hmm. or like we don't even notice but it's just in mm-hmm. my head these things were so amplified yeah that head the big head it was the right expression <laughs> you guys probably can't see it but yeah the big head you know so yeah so that does happen and the thing is that you know everybody goes through that and uh, it's important that what made you feel that i want to know that hmm. so what if you had pimples i'm being psychoanalyzed right now um <laughs> what <laughs> no, think about it what yeah. was it if everybody else outside of you is telling you know it's fine it's like what's the big deal blah 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 but you're like nitpicking and you know yeah. being completely like anal about small small things or two pounds or five pimples but what yeah. was it what was it that you were actually feeling inside about yourself I don't know. I think I was afraid of not being liked or not being like meeting people's expectations, you know, when it came to came to how I looked or not looking good enough, like just kind of afraid, maybe afraid of just not being liked or something. A little bit mm. of that. Afraid. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> what was uh Yeah. So, uh, uh something really exciting happened in our family. My brother-in-law got married. Uh mm, and I fun. have a brand new sister-in-law. She's totally cute and the sweetest thing on earth. And uh but in the beginning, you know, uh I have been in this house for now 15 years. And uh you know, there are certain aspects of my personality or my uh thing did not come up before that I did not realize. So when a new person came to my house, into our house, I I was kind of a little bit on alert, you know, mm-hmm. uh, partially because I really wanted to make her feel comfortable and welcomed. A huge part of me was that. And a huge part of me was also like noticing how things are different and, you know, how, uh, because I have made my house in a certain way where, you know, everything runs on SOPs. Everything is systematic. Everything is taken care of. I don't need to look at anything. Everything just works like clockwork. Yeah. And I've invested a lot of time and energy into doing that. Yeah. And now I have this new person coming in and uh, obviously things are going to shift. Obviously Mm -hmm. there's a new factor in the equation. So, you know, I found myself sometimes a little judgmental Mm -hmm. or sometimes a little annoyed with little things that I'm not used to. And I'm kind of a person that I'm very fixed when something works. Yeah. I don't want to. You don't want it to change. Yeah. No, I don't want it to change. And that's just idiotic frankly because change is inevitable in everything yeah yeah. so you know and uh, I saw that you know there was a little bit of judgment a little bit of uh, annoyance a little bit of arrogance coming from my side Mm -hmm. I might not even she might have not even felt it right because I'm very good at handling my shit nowadays a little bit Uh, now I know I'm going to lose it next week I know it (laughs) since I put this out there I'm gonna lose it I used it where do you think the that feeling of like the judgment you said or the feeling of being territorial where do you think that that came from it's it's afraid of change 
it's mm-hmm. uh, I was I, I wasn't very keen on uh, changing too much, you know. So uh, and I was afraid of to an extent not being as important in the family a new factor coming in uh, maybe perhaps uh, you know uh, i might have to adjust dif- do the things a yeah. little differently yeah. uh, and uh, to be very honest i felt that it was my responsibility because i'm the one welcoming her so mm-hmm. i'm the one who has to make the maximum changes yeah so and that's not true i'm sure she's made more adjustments than every single family member put together but mm-hmm. i was talking from my perspective because that's the only thing i can control and examine mm-hmm. so you also said this one word that i found myself also using was yeah afraid yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah so where do you think um like you know where do you think all of these feelings uh, are like why do you think we're feeling these these feelings of uh, whether you said judgment or i said insecurity or feeling um a bit territorial or being defensive or all of this like why do you think we are constantly feeling the pain of all these different feelings you know not just in these big moments that we talked about right now but even in yeah. our everyday life when we get like annoyed for some reason for like a small thing or we get angry for a small mm-hmm. thing or mm-hmm. just just so much every day daily we're going through where do you think all of this pain is coming from and why are we feeling this pain see very honestly a something that i kind of accepted when i took on my adulting role uh, <laughs> seriously <laughs> is that pain is a part of life okay mm-hmm. pain is inevitable mm-hmm. and we spoke about it in the la- uh, last couple of episodes also that pain is there okay mm-hmm. we are going to experience pain like imagine a little baby right when a baby is born first of all the pain of being born the natural birth coming out of the you know yeah. the birth canal and then a doctor spanks you on the ass to make you cry pain again just to see Your that you're alive you know starts with pain yeah <laughs> yeah nice as a pain so but what happens is pain is there physical pain mental pain emotional pain you know this is something that we all are going to go through nobody is immune to it no matter what background you come from no matter how much money you have god doesn't give a shit universe doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit it's going to throw some pain your way but when the pain leads to suffering that is when shit gets like real okay mm-hmm. pain is okay one can handle it when you take that pain wrap it up nicely <laughs> yeah. and make it your own like absolutely your own and you know and make it a part of your personality and your attitude and your way of life that's when shit really takes a nasty turn and yeah. when that suffering you embody it and you own it then that is going to linger and that shit is going to fuck you up in every mm-hmm. which way possible yourself your your own relationship with yourself people around you to for sure they're going to yeah. be like i don't want to be around this miserable person you know so all of that really affects so pain part of life okay we all can handle it we need to examine the pain before it turns into suffering 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 yeah very interesting so another like again like i said the one word i mm-hmm. found that we both used was afraid we both said afraid so that's yeah fear so yeah is is that what 
everything is coming from us being afraid of something. Like I said, I was afraid of not being liked, afraid of not looking good enough. You were afraid of change, afraid of adjusting, what, whatever it might be. Is that where everything is coming from being afraid of something? Let's see. No, let's check. Let's just, let's just take some emotions and let's just go down the rabbit hole and see, you know, what is up, what is actually at the root of this. Mm-hmm. So take something that you and I have a comment, uh, <laughs> anger, anger, <laughs> anger and sadness. Ashna, why do you feel angry and sad? Uh, um, when like things don't go my way. So when things don't go how I want them to. So I guess you could say that's like fear of not having control. Yeah. Okay. When okay, shit don't yeah. go your way, when shit don't go your way, you really lose your shit, right? You really so lose your shit. <laughs> actually, if you go to see, anger is depicting you having loss of control. Control. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me, let me. Let's let me take another one. Yeah. Guilt or like judgment, annoyance, disgust. I feel like those are kind of similar ish emotions. Yeah. So, you know, when, when those juicy fruits start dangling in your life, the judgment, the guilt, the uh, annoyance and all of that, I have experienced, I feel that when I don't know what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of uncertainty. So for me, those things, those emotions come up and those get triggered uh, is all that's telling me is I have a severe fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. okay Fair so that is yeah so think about it why would you feel disgusted or guilty or judgmental about something only because you don't know what the fuck is going on if you knew mm-hmm. what the fuck was going on you would have an understanding about it you yeah. wouldn't be all judgmental and disgusted about it right true okay true, true, true. let's take something that your generation <laughs> suffers from severely okay, okay. uh boredom fomo I love how they just get slipped in every conversation <laughs> what's the truth okay you're right you're right you're right okay what did you say people say you know the the whole uh uh the social dilemma of uh, having these social platforms and constantly looking for these validations from people where does that come from yeah loneliness boredom fomo (laughs) everyone Mm -hmm. feels fomo left out all people say um it's like when you feel it, it's like a, you know, you want to be significant in some way, or you want to be there. Uh, you want to matter. You want your presence, mm-hmm. people to feel your presence or mm-hmm. whatever. So I think it's, it's a fear of not mattering or a fear of being insignificant, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you see how these things kind of trail. Let's, uh, let's take another one. Let's take Let one okay. that's um, master of this <laughs> bitchy me. Uh, oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> yes, go on. Uh, I mean, so you're not this, but like also like people feel selfish, people feel arrogant, like sometimes people are really condescending. So oh, oh I've done all of that. Oh. Lots of it. <laughs> Lots of it. My my twenties, I was getting a PhD in all of this. I don't know, you know. And I have really examined the me in the twenties. Okay, because yeah. because of doing that, 
I've had a lot of relief in my 30s, right? Mm -hmm. So the main thing was, uh, to be very honest, I was like, I was like bitch on steroids. So (laughs) it was about being threatened. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you are threatened, you automatically want to protect yourself. And, you know, because of the way my upbringing was and I was away from my parents, that side in me was very heightened because I always had to protect myself. So that was a whole defense thing, you know, bitchy, mean, arrogant, condescending mm-hmm. towards other people. It was just protection, you yeah. know, and uh, to, to, to make sure that, you know, I make it, you know, like you know, I get through another day sometimes. Yeah, so it was like fear of being threatened, protecting yourself. Uh, sometimes you want to prove yourself, right? Uh, in order not to be threatened, you have to prove your presence. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination so of, of those things. All of that comes from that. Yeah, all of it comes from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do a few more. Say, uh, what about uh, like regret and shame, inadequacy, doubtfulness, very low confidence, uh so I would I would say all of that comes you didn't do enough or lack of confidence that you are not like good enough or so fear of not being enough I guess and okay. fear of not being worthy like fear is is how I would put it does that make sense okay yeah it makes sense you know we are all operating from fear that's why we are having these negative feelings and it's very very uh for me, it's very unsettling. And for a lot of people, it's very unsettling. But I'll tell you one thing, you know, one thing I've noticed, I remember telling my uh, telling my husband this a while ago when we were just dating, right? Mm-hmm. Like I observed something in him uh, that he was not a very happy person at that point mm-hmm. in time. And nobody else could tell, neither he could tell. Uh, it was because we as humans, we are so adaptive that sometimes in our misery also we are comfortable because it becomes the norm yeah we just adjust you know and we just think okay now this is the normal to feel like this is the way of life this is normal how everybody feels like that you know Mm -hmm. and that's not true and that doesn't need to be your truth or my truth or anyone's truth but we have a massive tendency to do this yeah so I really want to work on changing this so ideally you know like whatever we just talked about all these feelings yeah. of judgment regret guilt bitchiness um all of it like ideally i would yeah. just want to be feeling whatever's on the opposite end of the spectrum you know like whatever's on the opposite end of fear is what i want to be feeling in my life so because because we saw that all of this comes from fear right so i mm-hmm. want whatever whatever's not that <laughs> I know you are all about uh, me kind of person, but I assure you, Ashra, everybody wants yeah. to be on the opposite <laughs> yeah, yeah. side of that thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what, what is, what's on the opposite side? Yeah. So let's figure it out. Let's see what's on the opposite side. Let's do the same thing again. Let's take uh, anger and sadness. Tell me the opposite of that. Uh, happiness. When you're not angry, you're sad, you're happy. Why are you happy? Uh, I mean, I'm happy when I'm loving where I am at the moment, you know? So I think most okay. people are happy when they're like loving where they are. Yeah. They are in alignment with life. Yeah. Everything seems like, you know, yeah, yeah, as yeah. it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Okay, yeah. let me let me think of something. Um, okay, let's just take the same thing we said before. Um, like hmm. guilt, disgust, judgment, annoyance. What's the opposite of that? Opposite of all of that is uh, understanding and acceptance. Okay, the minute you uh kind of uh want to understand and accept the person you will initially feel some sort of connectedness or love towards them and then automatically you will understand and accept like take a simple example when somebody you don't like does something you know it will be like more heightened but when you love somebody and they do something stupid you're like like, "Ah." you know when your boyfriend cheats on you but like but i love him (laughs) no i don't know what the fuck you're talking about but yeah done that but I know people who do that <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's like okay. uh so when you love someone <laughs> you you mm. you understand and you accept them. you understand and you accept them so therefore judgment doesn't come as a factor you know you yeah. might still observe the awkward behavior or something mm. but you won't have that judgment that charge towards them the negative charge that you normally mm-hmm. have right Okay. Uh, let's take another one. My fave, fave one. Let's see what the opposite of that is. Bitchy, mean, selfish, arrogant, condescending. Wow. Uh, it, it's like humility and being mm-hmm. helpful. When you're not selfish, you're mm-hmm. helpful. When mm-hmm. you're not arrogant mm-hmm. or condescending, it's like having humility. So yeah. when I would say when you see, see people, um, when you don't want to hurt people, when you feel compassionate for them, when you feel empathy for them, um, or you won't, don't want them to, or you want them to have the same experience as you, or you don't want them to have bad experiences. Yeah. Um, so it comes from that. So it's kind of like you feel love for that person, you know? And so all these feelings yeah. come from, from there. Yeah. Love, love. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. My generation back to that. What did you say about us? Mm-hmm. Loneliness, boredom, <laughs> FOMO, left out. Sorry. What would people say? That has a lot to do with self-acceptance. You know, mm-hmm. there is a, now there is a constant availability to compare, you know, social media, the way we are interacting, the way the world is going. We're we're constantly comparing. And because of that, a lot of self-acceptance is not there. When self-acceptance is there, when you're secure in yourself and you love yourself, all of this doesn't come into play. Definitely makes sense. I mean, now that I'm thinking about the, this, even if, if even, even, even if I take the example of the story I told you before about me being insecure about my face or my weight yeah. or whatever, luckily yeah. I've come to a point in my life, again, thanks to spirituality, where I'm able to mm. turn these emotions around. Um, yeah. So now that I'm looking at it, when I did turn this insecurity around and this, um, mm. it was because I felt like, compassion for like understanding for myself you know like except it's like yeah yeah so like why are you beating yourself up you're you want to enjoy life you're going to eat just yeah. relax like how does it matter it's just a few pounds like you can't help what's happening yeah. on your face just relax and enjoy life so I think that comes from like self-love like you know like love and understanding that you feel for yourself yeah same you know the exact way we the, how you're explaining this the same way when you know my new sister-in-law was in the picture the minute I 
you know, I actually, I was so happy, you know, because I finally have another chick in this house. I've been with these guys uh, for 15 years and there's no female energy in my house except yeah. mine. I've become half boy because of them in my <laughs> way of doing things, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and she's very gentle and very feminine and it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And to have that, you know, when I started feeling that love, it automatically became inclusive. The angle that I was looking at things from, uh, it just changed. And it was never even really that big. It was very subtle. It was just, you know, I'm sure she must have felt it a little bit, but nothing that she was like, oh my God, what's going on? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it brought so much ease into my life, you know? So feeling love for someone automatically, like, flips the situation yeah so so what was this um i mentioned it before what is this one common word we just used in all of this so love like love is on the opposite end of the spectrum from fear so love is the root of all these good feelings and love is what we all want to be feeling so we're we can start feeling all these good feelings of compassion and empathy and understanding and acceptance and happiness so Mm love is love is the answer I guess and like love is the opposite yeah so I've been watching a lot of comedy nowadays and I've come across this guy uh Jim Jeffries he's an Australian stand-up comic yeah and he really puts it well okay I'm gonna paraphrase over here so you just just get a gist of it okay he is like this is probably the most hippie shit I will ever say (laughs) but love is actually the answer to everything you know, all the hate that's there in the world, etc. Love is the only thing. If somebody hates you, you know, just shower them with love. They might not love you back, but at least you won't be the asshole who's hating. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. At least you won't be the asshole in that situation. <laughs> at least you won't be the asshole who's hating. You don't want to be that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, love love is it. Okay. So the, the main thing we feel when we feel love and we feel all nice mm-hmm. and buzzy um, and happy and all like all these good feelings I've, not, like, yeah. I've noticed is that we feel like connected in some way, you know, whether it was connected yes. to the person in front of us who we suddenly start being yes. nicer to or yeah. connected to ourselves that we were more gentle mm-hmm. with and not so mm-hmm. harsh on or connected to like nature around us where we um, aren't littering anymore or just being nicer to the planet. But like love yeah. makes you feel like connected in some sort of way. It just yeah helps with that. So how is the connectedness coming from this love? So the reason why it is that way is everything has love in it. Okay. One thing that we all have in common is love. Love is the thing that you're connecting. So for example, I have love in me, right? So when I connect with you, Ashna, or anybody else, I'm actually connecting with that love that I identify with that's residing within you, Mm -hmm. okay? So this is where everyone has this love within them. And that's because we are love, Love Mm. is our core. Love is our true nature. So when you connect with that, 
So everybody has this love in them. Mm-hmm. Some of them have it big. Mm-hmm. It's really developed and blossomed. And some of it, it's like flickering flint in there. But it's there. It's okay. There. So on yeah. So from flint to nuclear fire worth of love. Yeah. All of it is in there. Uh, this is not the romantic love that I'm talking about that you feel for your friends, for your family. We are not talking about feeling, uh, you know, that feeling for a guy that you meet at the bar and you get all butterflies in your stomach. Yeah, it's you know, 2020. No one's meeting people at bars anymore. <laughs> the okay. boy you matched with on Bumble. <laughs> yeah, thank God wow. I never had to go through that. I'm I don't know so what jealous. hell you're talking so about. Jealous. But yeah. It's a hard life out here, man. <laughs> I'm sure it is hard. I'm so happy I don't have to do that. But yeah, so this love is all encompassing, you know. It's uh, more your nature and not a feeling. So that's the difference, you know. And that's where people sometimes have a little bit of a hard time understanding how can love be nature? Love is a feeling I have for a puppy or, you know, <laughs> or for a kid or for my boyfriend or for my family. No. Yeah. Okay. That's the feeling of love. And when you are stuck in the feeling of love, you will feel the opposite of that also. But when love is your nature, when you're operating from something that is a part of your nature, it's never flippity-floppity, you know? It's always going to be, boom, there. You feel it for everyone around you. You feel it for everything around you. You feel it for yourself. And most importantly, you feel it unconditionally. It's just there. It's just something that exists that you're enveloped in and, so everything around you gets enveloped in it so it's just it it, yeah you feel it for everyone and everything you said love is your true nature right Hmm. um how do we how do we know like what do you mean by that how how do we know that so if you want to actually examine that yeah this is very simple thing uh look at a baby okay okay you experience love around a baby Mm -hmm. The minute you see a baby, even if the little thing has shat himself or is covered in puke, you will still feel like, oh my God, I need to take care of it. It's stinking, but I need to take care of it. I love it. You know, that it, it compels you, you know, something within you compels you uh, because that's your true nature. Yeah. They feel no separateness. Yeah. Okay. They are connected to their true self the most, which is love. So because they are in that state, that is what you feel around them. You can't feel anything else. Of course, they annoy you when they cry and all, of course, but you still feel love. Babies are, they're just like, they're like sharing bundles of love, you know, and they don't, they don't see anything separate. Yeah. They just go to anyone that will, you know, give them some love. And you're not my mom, you're not my dad. I'm not gonna, they just share love with everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that comes late, right? Before that, goony goo goo, you know, the baby's gonna go to anyone. Yeah. So this actually reminds me of um I had this family friend in New York. And so I used to visit her once mm-hmm. in a while, and she had this uh little kid. I think he was four years old, maybe. And so I remember the first mm. time I went and visited them, and I was leaving their house, and he just like came running to me and he just kept screaming I love you 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 and I was like oh and this is the first time he had met me you know but he genuinely was like oh my god I love you I love you and even I was like oh my god I love you 
<laughs> so that's what like you're right like <laughs> kids don't like see like for them it's not like yeah you're you I just met you for the first time you're a stranger you're not my actual sister or you're not my yeah. you know whatever but they just feel love yeah. for every everyone and they radiate it so I was also feeling that yeah. love <laughs> yeah it's contagious yeah love is very contagious yeah so what exactly uh, is all the pain and suffering we are talking about where is it coming from like does that like you know tingle a little bit like what yeah is it what is causing i mean with from like you can see from what we've discussed today the fact that i'm feeling fear is the fact that i'm have going through all this suffering and all this pain in my life so that mm-hmm. means i'm not feeling love so the this pain and the suffering is coming from the lack of love right mhm the cause of suffering is the lack of love okay wow yeah let the digest that doesn't seem like something you could have come up with kenas where did you get that <laughs> no you're not no. smart enough for this <laughs> not at all never will be but this is something that uh you know i learned from my guru and uh, he told me about this like yeah. this is basic teaching and he told me about this it took me a long yeah. time to wrap my shit around it and to be very honest it is not something that is a destination this is a journey in itself after you have this understanding a little bit and you understand how you operate and how this works for you it kind of gets a little easier so yeah dada shri ji always says the cause of suffering is the lack of love every single time i think about it or i listen to it, it there is more and more to understand in it and i'm still mm-hmm. trying to fully imbibe it the cause of suffering is the lack yeah. of love just let's 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 let it sit with everyone <laughs> yeah let it sit with everyone just yeah just take marinate it in, in that like like think about yeah. it for yourself try to get your own inter- interpretation out of this you know um yeah apply it in yeah. your life see where you felt pain and see where you felt suffering and try and go look deep inside i dare you <laughs> i dare you to look inside you dare you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it like the more you sit <laughs> and you contemplate it 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 will start to make more and more sense to you i promise cuz like mm-hmm. anna said even i said i first i was like huh what <laughs> um yeah it's more like no it's a possibility <laughs> i do not want to love everyone okay i used to be like that it's like no i don't want to love everyone <laughs> and now i realize that that is some dumb <laughs> shit i said <laughs> we we all we've all said okay. some really dumb shit Of course. I'm just very open with my dumb shit because you know if I put my dumb shit Then out no one there, else can call out the dumbness because me. I'm fucking calling exactly. out the dumbness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to say shit to me. Yeah. And you know if my dumbness is going to help somebody why else, well. why yeah. not? <laughs> yeah, I could use a little good karma. <laughs> true, true, true. So we started with like talking about how we're all suffering like we're all going through like really shitty mm. feelings we're all going through so much pain mm-hmm. we've been stuck in this pain for so fucking long that we're just like suffering <laughs> then we saw that like all of these emotions are kind is are coming from fear and fear is the opposite of love mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. basically the reason we're suffering is because we're not experiencing love in our life 
and not love like uh, yes. oh I don't have a boyfriend like when am I gonna find a boyfriend or my parents don't love me or I don't have any friends yeah but like yeah love that's our true nature like the all expansive yeah. all encompassing love so the cause of suffering is the lack of love <laughs> so now tell me what is that one thing in your life that continuously keeps on giving you pain and suffering uh, mm-hmm. the, all the people around me my relationships <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's going to be time to air out our dirty laundry next episode. <laughs> you don't want to miss that. We're going to be talking all about relationships. Bye. See you next week. Bye.